Hello, Rev Transcriber. My name is Bob Bowman, B-O-W-M-A-N, and I will be interviewing William Crockett, C-R-O-C-K-E-T-T. So the first question is, I just want to get a general sense, what has been up to now the state of domestic electric vehicle battery production? Up to now, it's been uh, basically the startup cylinder guys using the cylinder technology for the battery um, production here in the States. When you say cylinder, can you explain what you mean by that? Can you draw me a kind of a picture, a verbal picture? Sure. So cylinder is, uh, verbal picture would be similar to a double-A battery. So this technology is used in um, electric cars such as uh, Tesla and many others. So there's thousands of these uh, AA battery cylinders um, that are uh, connected. And that is the battery pack on the car. Okay. So up to now, though, there has been a there has been a certain amount of domestic production. Yes. So how is the picture changing today? So today, from the success of the one major customer using the cylinder cells, um, Tesla, there's a lot of new startups that have sprouted um, in the electric cars. So. These are uh, well-funded by China and Saudi Arabia companies. They're going to have domestic uh, manufacturing of the electric vehicle here in the United States. So from the success of the Tesla platforms, um, a lot of uh, the key folks, who have made that company successful, they, they have left and started up new companies. So there's quite a handful of them now in the United States that are going to be doing production here in the States. So therefore you are expecting or already starting to see, are you not a huge increase in demand for electric vehicle batteries d- domestically produced? Yes. That's correct. So I am seeing um, an, an increase in the demand and also due to the recent trade wars, it doesn't make sense to import batteries here into the USA um, from Asia, specifically China, due to import duty. So that also is Um, I would say, energizing the domestic uh, battery production opportunity in North America. What obstacles or challenges stand in the way of increased domestic production of electric vehicle batteries? Yes, one would be finding a facility, a factory to manufacture 
the batteries and do the assembly of the modules and the battery packs. Um, so we see some of these companies, what they're doing is they're buying um, existing manufacturing facilities and just converting them to uh, speed up the process instead of starting from uh, ground zero and erecting a factory and out outfitting the factory. So one obstacle mm -hmm. is factory location and qualified workforce. And then the other one is material sets. Um, materials needed to make the various battery technologies such as lithium and cathode in uh, the anode material for um, uh, sorry, cobalt. Lithium and cobalt are, are the two uh, main material sets right now used. Mm-hmm. So the labor pro the labor situation is one not so much of numbers as it is skill. I mean, they're just are are we finding it difficult to find enough skilled people to staff these factories? Right. It takes some time. And is to, that, to do is, that yeah is is that enough of an obstacle to actually slow or even frustrate attempts to set up these factories in various parts of the country? I would say to slow slow down the the readiness of these factories to get operational and be able to output um, a, a product. So we saw an example with that in the, uh, the Gigafactory in Reno, which in the beginning was challenged to hire thousands of workers to to go and, uh, and work in that factory. So there's a lot of um, incentives to to get a uh, the workforce to, to move there. So a lot of these factories are in remote areas due to the secrecy of the technology. Was the problem solved in Reno? Did were ultimately were there enough people to staff that? Did they move into the area and make that possible to do? Yes they did. Right. They did over time. Mm-hmm. That was a Tesla factory, right? That's correct. Yeah. Now, you mentioned raw materials, some uh, a number of which I imagine need to be imported. Uh, what about the supply of those raw materials? And I think it also involves even some rare earths, does it not? Um, are they plentiful and readily available, or is there an issue there? My, my understanding is there... Available now, but in the near future, there would be an issue of a shortage of some of these materials, and specifically some of the ones coming from Asia. So a lot of these materials are not coming so, from uh, you know, domestic uh, supply. Mm-hmm. But you anticipate a potential problem in the future at, at making sure we have a steady flow of those imported materials? Is is there a possible problem there? Yes, there is. And, and I've kind of firsthand um, experienced 
just the industry um, starting to ask questions about uh, material suppliers and how much of these rare earth elements or other materials we have in stock to, to keep producing their products. And the reason is because a lot of these materials are uh, controlled by China. So then there's a big development mm-hmm. um, push to look at alternate materials, right, in the, uh, in the technologies. So a lot of R&D money going into that to um, try to find some materials that are not so dependent on um, uh, supply chain risk. Are there environmental concerns to be taken into account when citing these factors around the U.S.? Yes, there is, Um, especially the two main materials to, to produce a battery. Lithium and cobalt are uh, very uh, hazardous materials um, on the handling. So um, I'm sure there, throughout the USA, there's there's locations um, that that will not allow um, in incorporated city areas to to have a, a factory that's going to be um, handling these materials, and also the waste. Um, is another one recycling um, of of the materials. So the example of that too again is in Tesla. Their uh, factory Reno is way out in the desert. It's pretty isolated from uh, um, from a big populated area. And then we know some other companies are looking at um, areas in Arizona as well. Um, you know, kind of isolated out in the desert. So there is an issue. Um, I'm sure it's an it's you know, OSHA uh, government, um, both federal and localized state government. Um, it could be an issue that, that needs to be you know, resolved at the site location. Mm-hmm. So what is the long-term outlook for demand for domestically produced electric vehicle batteries? And can we meet that demand with domestic infrastructure? Yes, yes, we can. We can meet the demand. Uh, We see a little um, uh, kind of pause right now in the industry um, just from from a few things that, um, you know, one being the trade because uh, a lot of the major battery companies um, are, are in Asia. There is a few domestic um, uh, companies that, that are uh, making batteries and, and also we see in the news um, some of the European companies uh, are, have already announced investments into uh, USA to to start up a battery factory. Mm-hmm. So I do see a lot more investment, and, and now we have a little, um, as I mentioned, a little pause. I think um, until we kind of figure out what's going to happen next year, um, and see if the. Uh, 
the volatile unknown of um, the trade implications and how that plays out. Mm-hmm. But but we we've already seen it recently. We've seen a um, a lot of announcements um, throughout 2019 of in, investments in in the USA in either battery technology or uh, factories facilities. 